are now joined on the line by market analyst Clive Ntozabantu Ramatibela. Good morning. Top of the morning to you, Sir Kina. Sir Kina, I was very disappointed in Soweti on Friday. Why? Because I wanted Amakuya. There is no Amakuya anymore. Not even in Cape Town. And by the time I got to Amakuya, the Amakuya that was available there, they were privatized. It's like the thin one. They are on detox. This is not Amakuya. Amakuya without Donga Pagati. That's not Amakuya. No, you cannot have that. But there was Dombolo dumplings. Why didn't you uh, go dumplings. for that? <laughs> <laughs> no, you want Amakuin, Jamal. <laughs> okay, okay. Who am I to get into in the yeah, way of you and yeah. your Amag and your Maquinias there? So I'm not even going to try, Clive. But uh, you know, just uh, looking uh, at what the markets are doing at the moment, yeah. the euro has dropped with uh, Asian stocks and U.S. index futures, uh, while um, you know Treasury surged by the most since 2013. And mm. this all, of course, based on what's going on in Greece. Hey, Sakina, who will be a crisis? The people have been trying to withdraw money. They've already drawn something like $80 billion, um, uh, um, $6 billion in actual fact over the weekend. And then the, the guy said, you must stop now. You can't draw any more money. They've got a limit. They can only withdraw 60 euros uh, per day uh, simply because now they've put uh, a limit on the amount of money that you're allowed to, to take out of the bank because of panic, obviously. Remember I told you about the Metras Bank. It's already open. People are putting money there in their mattresses, and this is not a good sign. Anyway, enough about Greece, because this search is going to continue until, obviously, we know what happens on Thursday. On Sunday, they're going to have a referendum. Hopefully, something comes out of that. But I see them exiting Sakina because I don't see how they're going to pay up uh, before tomorrow. <laughs> so that's simple as that. Um, the Asian markets that uh, were swinging between um, uh, gains and losses, but the uh, Asian stocks themselves are, are not doing relatively well since this quick saga has started. So the euro also dropped by 1.4% uh, by early hours of this morning. We saw also the to- in Tokyo as well, um, markets not doing relatively well. If you look at, for example, the futures, the U.S. futures as well, not looking great, Sakina, S&P 500 uh, looking like it's going to plunge to about 1.6% as well. Not a lot of activity taking place there, so not very great news. Certainly not. But here's an interesting story, Clive. Uh, some of China's biggest state firms were found to have <laughs> falsified revenue and profits, hey, while hey, some hey. state lenders also doled out loans to unqualified borrowers. How do we explain this one, Sakina? I don't know. I think that there's two ways to look at this. The first one is... Uh, it is bad that this thing has happened. I mean, you've got some of the Chinese, some of the biggest companies in the Chinese uh, 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 stock market falsifying revenues and profits, being helped by some so-called uh, borrowers who are actually unqualified, according to the Chinese constitu- uh, 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 legal team, in terms of the, the, the requirements of what a bank actually should be. So the, the legislation... Uh, uh, precisely specifies what you require to be able to be in the power to borrow people money. So this has not been happening. Fourteen state-owned companies, state-owned companies, including uh, State Grid Corp, uh, Costco Group, and China Southern Power Grid have all falsified about 29.8 billion yuan, or, or you, can, uh, you can just say that 4.8 billion U.S. dollars of revenue um, uh, uh, since 2014. This is not really necessarily great. But the other way you can look at it, Sakina, is that because of the corruption that has been uh, identified, and, and we know that the government has been doing a lot to, 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 to take out corruption out of the system, the fact that this kind of news 
is being exposed. It's very good. It shows that whatever it is government is trying to do to take corruption out of the system is working. So that's a positive way to look at this whole spin. But it is very important to know that these kind of things, you know, about 10, 15 years ago, you would never know about them. You'd be in trouble. Mm. Well, <laughs> interesting all the same, I must say. Here's a question for you from Twitter from uh, Stelo Nligi who wants to know, what do you make of the insider trading claim by FSB um, about Crystal Visa of Pepco and Brait? You know what? I'm not going to speculate. What I know is that any deal um, that the FSB probes, uh, there must be something, obviously, whoever reported it is convinced that there was some sort of insider trading. Just to help the listeners understand, when we talk about insider trading, it's like playing Amatais and knowing that there's going to be a pop. So it's like you're playing that, but you know that it's going to be 5-2 or it's going to be 3-4. <laughs> you can't do that. You can't, you can't be putting money on something that you already know about. So when, when, when stockbrokers start putting money into stocks because they know there's going to be a deal that's going to be coming on board, that's what's called insider trading. And so there's a suspicion that the trade-off, which is one of South Africa's biggest uh, corporate deal yet, which is what's worth 63 billion rand, uh, between uh, um, uh, Pepco um, uh, and Steinoff, that particular deal is said to be uh, there must be somebody who was putting the stocks up and pushing them up because they knew that deal was going to happen. So they were paying them like that. They were paying the lottery, but they knew what the lottery numbers were. That is not right. And if the FSB finds that there's something wrong with it, this deal might just collapse.